God's Grace in Weakness, on this edition of Truth in Love. I'm Dale Johnson, and you're listening to Truth in Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where we seek to provide biblical solutions for the problems that people face. Well, here we are. We remain in uh, stay-at-home order for much of us uh, in our listening areas, and it's really an interesting time. So many things to contemplate and consider. For many of you staying at home, the concern and what's going on in the world around us. Can I ask you just a couple of things to use this time to to think about and pray for others? Others in your church, I want to also mention those who are uh, working in our healthcare system. Uh, pray for them. Pray for all the, the facets of their life that they're giving to right now, uh, and they're, they're having to stay away even often from family. So I want to mention that uh, as a as a point of introduction today, just as a a kind reminder for us to to remain selfless in these times where we're we're isolated uh, away from the world. Now, our primary topic today that I want us to discuss is this issue of weakness. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, sitting in my house and uh, thinking a lot, uh, having lots of opportunities to to reflect and to contemplate what's going on. What's revealed in the world around us right now are extreme weaknesses, weaknesses in us. You know what? That makes us very uncomfortable. In the world in which we live, we're, we're taught in the very opposite direction, particularly in the Western world. We're taught in such a way as to learn to hide our weaknesses or to cope with our weaknesses or focus on the strengths that we have in and of ourselves. And that's the way we're, we're sort of taught to, to deal with life is if there's a weakness, um, take some training, do some of this, do some of that in order to, to build yourself up, to, um, to strengthen that particular weakness that you have. Or if this is a weakness, let's cope with this in such a way so that we can highlight the strengths that we deal with. Can, can I talk about weakness for just a moment? That I think biblically we have this idea of weakness quite backward in our country. I, I think right now what we see happening with the, the pandemic that's going on is our weaknesses are being revealed on a consistent basis. Those weaknesses could look like a thousand things. The things that you thrive in on a daily basis that you feel like give you your identity, right now if you're not able to do those, you're feeling uh, often helpless and, and weak. Maybe you're around your family more, and with that interaction, uh, the first few days were wonderful and great, but now we find, oh man, this this conflict is happening, and we're finding areas that we're we're not very strong. We're we're actually quite quite weak. And our natural instinct is, what can we do to find some sort of method or mode to help us to to strengthen that weakness? How do we how do we cover that weakness? How do we cope with this issue? How do we run from this weakness? How do we dismiss it out of our mind? I, I want us to think particularly today about Second Corinthians, where Paul is is coming to the conclusion of that letter. He's at the end of chapter 11, and he goes into chapter 12, and, and he's talking particularly about weakness. And I think it's important for us to learn the disposition that Paul speaks about here regarding weakness. Uh, in verse 30 of chapter 11, he says, "'If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness.'" 
Wow, that is completely paradoxical to the way that we think. We want to do everything we can to boast in the things that we're good at, right? We build resumes to this end. We build CVs to this end. We, we build a picture and portrait of ourselves that we hope the rest of the world sees that's to boast in the strengths that we have. And yet Paul here is saying, I'm going to be intentional about how I boast, and I'm going to boast in the things that actually reveal my weakness Aren't the circumstances right now revealing our weaknesses? Are we afraid of those? Do, do we get timid about those? Do we get uh, fearful or, and terrified about those weaknesses that we begin to see revealed in us? Paul here seems to indicate and, and take an interesting turn in the way that he thinks about his weaknesses, that he doesn't have to run from those. He doesn't have to hide from those. Uh, he's going to u- utilize these to now magnify the glory and the grace of Christ. Why? Why does he say something like that? Well, it's, it's, if you continue on in that passage, what he does is he helps us to understand that when I, when I try to hide my weaknesses, Christ doesn't seem to me to be all that strong. But when I, when I flourish in those weaknesses, when I recognize and I acknowledge those particular weaknesses, now I begin to see the depth at which Christ has to be strong. I see the depth of the grace of Christ necessary for me so that anything good would come out of me. For you who counsel, oftentimes you're, you're dealing in an intimate way with the weaknesses of people. I would say right now we're all dealing in so many ways with our own personal weaknesses. Can I encourage you with, with the, the shape of the way Paul addresses this idea of weaknesses? He goes on to describe, he uses this word several times throughout the beginning of that, that chapter uh, 12 in 2 Corinthians. This is what he says on, in verse 5, On behalf of this man I will boast, but on my own behalf I will not boast except of my weaknesses. Though if I should wish to boast, I would not be a fool, for I would be speaking the truth. But I refrain, listen to this phrase, I refrain from it, so that no one may think more of me than he sees in me or hears from me. So to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelation. So what Paul is saying here is he's going to be intentional. He's going to pursue those weaknesses. He's going to acknowledge those weaknesses. You know, as I was thinking this week, I think about us often when we go to church and, and we're so desperate now to be able to gather together. And, but when we go to church, often we, we walk around, we greet, we say hello, but often in that greeting, we keep a facade where we don't want anybody to get close enough to see the weaknesses in us. Can we use this time possibly that when we get an opportunity to be back together that we all acknowledge that we are weak in so many ways? And, and that weakness is a display of our humanity, the reality of the brokenness of sin in our own life, and that we are all weak. And when we're in moments like this with a pandemic, we're rubbed up against the reality that, that we're not in control. We don't have things figured out. We don't have all wisdom to know what's going to happen tomorrow. And we have to trust day by day by day. And, and these types of situations reveal to us what's true and, and real, that now we're living in reality of dependence upon God day by day, day by day, for wisdom to know what we should do about tomorrow. And in that, we have to live in our weakness. We are forced to face the reality that we are weak in so many ways. But I love the way in which Christ encourages Paul. Verse 9, he says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. 
Now think about that. This is Jesus speaking to Paul. And what Jesus is encouraging Paul is he says, I don't worry about your weakness. Actually, when, when you are weak, I am demonstrated to be, to be strong. It, what he's saying is, in my life, as I embrace weakness, think about how countercultural that statement is. When I embrace the weakness that's very evident, particularly in times like right now, when I'm broken or feel helpless about life and situations, that this is the moment, this is the time at which Christ and all of Christ's strength can be displayed in me because if any good comes from me, it can't be explained from me. Now, the beauty of this, he goes on to say, Paul now rejoices in this fact. Therefore, I will boast all the more of my weaknesses. Why? Gladly so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Do you see the contrast here? You see, what happens in a a normal day in the Western world for all of us is we often thrive in our strengths, and in thriving in our strengths, we minimize the glory and the power of Christ working in us in moments just like right now when we all feel broken, we feel isolated, we feel helpless. We're seeing reality of the weakness of our own humanity. Can I just tell you to pause for a second and refrain from trying to pursue or just cope with those weaknesses or dismiss those and and run to to the cross of Christ in the same way that Paul does here? And that we can find ourselves being okay and gladly boasting, even in the weaknesses that we have, because it's in that disposition that we find that that the power of Christ is strong in us. It is displayed in us. At the end of that passage, verse 10, when he says this, for the sake of Christ, I am content with weaknesses. Do we meditate on the power of Christ to such a degree that, that we now become content with the weaknesses that we have? That, that right now when we're facing difficulty and hardships and calamities of all sorts and all kinds, that we're content in this place. And this is something that Paul learned over time, that he could glory in the power and the strength of Christ, knowing that Christ's grace was sufficient for him day by day through his weakness. I want to encourage you today to not be afraid of your weakness, not to run from your weakness, I want you to be like Paul in learning to own your weakness for the glory of Christ, being unafraid to even boast in how weak we are so that the strength of Christ can be demonstrated through our life. This is an intentional pursuit. This is really the same way that that Paul talked in 1 Corinthians 2 when he he initially came to the Corinthian church, and he said to them, well, I didn't come to you telling you the testimony of God with, with boasting and eloquent speech. I decided to know nothing among you but Christ and him crucified. That really should be the testimony of our life, not the self-promotion, not trying to raise an identity that's a facade so that everyone else sees something where they glory in us and what we've accomplished and what we've made with life, because that won't prepare you for moments like this, where we won't be content when our weakness is exposed, when hardships and calamities happen. We will retract in shame and guilt and fear and allow our weaknesses to be our identity instead of embracing those, that we acknowledge our weakness in our humanity so that Christ can be made strong in us. Paul says, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Can I encourage you today 
to walk in that Christian paradoxical truth that in us pursuing and acknowledging our weakness, that it's at that moment that we see the grace and the glory and the beauty of our Lord Jesus and the work that he's done in us so that anything good that comes from us in ministry could be accomplished for his sake, for his glory, and by his work. You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. Now, I want to make you aware of several resources that we have put together in our office. We've spent quite a bit of time this past week putting together uh, one central location, a page on our website that has several different resources that we might need a reminder of in days like this in the pandemic that we are dealing with. And uh, we thought it would be wise for us to put some of these resources together. For many of you who are sitting at home, uh, I'm sure you have other things to do, but you have more time now to maybe listen or watch some of the uh, the resources that we have available. And these come in multiple formats. They are videos and audios, blogs and podcasts separated by different categories. Uh, we have categories of anxiety, worry and fear, despair and depression, conflict, suicide, loss. We even have a section dealing with abuse as well. And so I want to encourage you, for those of you who are counseling or or maybe you're listening today and you find yourself struggling with some of these issues that I mentioned, I want to make sure that you're aware of these resources that we have put together. And we will have these in one central location. We'll link that in the show notes from today's podcast. And you can also find that one-page resource at biblicalcounseling.com.